Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Welcome back to Wiggins America, beginning of the second hour of the show. It's been a theme of this weekend. We've been talking about how green energy, even if it's well-intentioned, it seems to be taking the wrong path to get to its goals. Uh, Here to talk about that is the Epic Times' Kevin Stockland. Kevin, we've talked to you before about a couple different topics, but you just wrote about this electric vehicle revolution that's happening in the United States. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. So I guess the first question I'll ask is is a big one, and then we can kind of narrow it down from there. Why does the government need to be involved in electric vehicles? Yeah, you know, uh, this is a, a government industrial policy, and it's something that the United States historically has stayed out of. The private sector has been separate from the government. But the Biden administration feels that we are um, at such an uh, what they call an existential threat from global warming that they need to come in and direct our industrial policy, tell car makers effectively what kind of cars they can make, consumers what kind of cars they should buy. And it goes beyond that to our electric grid, gas stoves, um, home heating, things like this. Your report is talking about how there's $48,000 in basically socialized costs that go in to an electric vehicle. I've been talking about this morning, and I guess kind of themed around this whole thing, we've been talking about it elsewhere too, is this idea that to make green energy happen, uh, it seems to be on the backs of everybody else. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you can't just do this by yourself. You have to do this with other people's money. Right. So there's a uh, a very detailed report that uh, came out from the Texas Public Policy Foundation, um, and they said that your average EV price now is around $53,000, but there's an additional more than $48,000 of what they call socialized costs that the rest of us all chip into every EV that's purchased. And this comes in the form uh, not only of federal subsidies that pay buyers to go out and buy these cars, um, but all sorts of federal subsidies to car makers to build these plants, uh, various transfers that um, manufacturers of gas cars have to pay to EV makers to comply with CAFE standards. Um, and then, in addition, there's the huge expense that the electric uh, companies are spending on building out the grid and building charging stations. All of that gets passed on not to the driver or the owner of the EV, but to all consumers in the form of higher electric bills. Kevin, I think this topic in particular about electric vehicles and the subsidies and things bothers me more than others, simply because 
Uh, I don't consider myself a rich person. I don't consider myself poor. But regardless, whether you're rich, poor, or even in the middle, hopefully most of us are at least in the middle, you're going to pay for people to get electric vehicles, which means that the poor and the middle class are subsidizing rich people buying nice cars, right? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, the the average income of an EV buyer is a little bit more than $150,000. Um, so that this is effectively a wealth transfer from all Americans, and the average American's income is well below $150,000 to the wealthy. The typical EV buyer is either uh, you know living in a suburb outside the city; they can charge these things in their garage, um, you know. But it tends to be a very wealthy person, and they're getting a lot of money from the rest of the country. So who is actually making this money? Is it the big company? Is it Tesla? Is it these big companies that are benefiting from all these government subsidies? Well, Tesla's getting more than a billion dollars a year transferred to it from other car makers to comply with these cafe standards. Um, And that ultimately is paid by everyone who buys a gas-fired car. Interestingly, I think the car makers are setting themselves up for a big fall jumping into this market. I don't think the consumer demand is there. and We're seeing a lot of backpedaling by Ford and GM in terms of not uh, you know, backpedaling on construction of, of the uh, EV construction plants. I think who's really going to make out like bandits out of this is going to be the electric utilities because we're pushing our transportation onto the electric grid. They're having to build out all this new infrastructure, all these charging stations, um, and they are passing those costs on to the consumers and profiting from, from all of that construction. That's the only industry that I see coming out ahead of this. I think car makers are probably going to get hammered. You know, I I mean, making this a political issue, it it seems like people who are blue Democrat voters tend to like this more than Republicans, of course, um, because they feel like they're making an impact, of course. But isn't it harder for people in cities to even have electric vehicles because it's harder to find a place to plug it in? You know, if, if you have a garage, if you're living in the suburbs and you have a garage, it's easier to charge your car than if you're living in the city and you're, you're trying to find parking, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're living in a row house or an apartment, how are you possibly going to charge this, this thing? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it really is for people that own houses and garages um, you know, that, that's kind of, and that, that travel short distances, that's really who this product is for. But, you know, it's a niche market. It's, it's generally, you know, between 7 and 10% of the auto market. And the fact of the matter is, if it gets much bigger than that, our electric grid is just not physically capable of charging, of taking on this amount of demand. Your average EV takes about two and a half times as much electricity as your home heating and air conditioning unit, which is generating peak demand in the summertime. You're talking about adding multiples of that onto the grid. There's just no way that that, that our national grid can, can handle this sort of demand. Kevin Stockland of the Epic Times with us right now. You've written about this topic. Do you think that we we can get to an electric vehicle world if we kind of like let the market take care of itself? Does the market want to go there, in your opinion? Well, you know, there was just a letter written by 3,800 car dealers to President Biden 
saying that they are getting these vehicles backed up on their lots. They can't sell them. This mm. is a catastrophe for them. And stop pushing this nonsense onto the public. They, they do not want these vehicles. They don't trust them, and they're just not selling. So, you know, for, for the best laid plans of the government uh, and, and government officials and Michael Bloomberg and whoever else is supporting this, uh, consumers just don't seem to be on board with it. You know, last question for you, really, as far as the electric vehicles goes, are EVs the best option for reducing CO2 emissions? Because that's what they're billed as, and that's why they're pushing them. But they, are they even the best at doing that? Right. So tellingly, the EPA mandates, which are trying to force automakers, only measure emissions at the tailpipe. So they do not take into account anything that goes into manufacturing these things. In order to dig up all the, the uh, cobalt and the lithium and everything else and the strip mining that goes into creating these and then shipping it off to China to be refined, to be shipped back to the U.S., by the time you go through all this, um, you are not reducing carbon emissions by building an EV. It takes so much CO2 to actually create these things that you will have to drive them for an average of six to ten years to even break in with break even with a, a, an internal combustion engine car. The best way to reduce emissions, if you want to do that, go out and buy a hybrid. Kevin, I really appreciate your research and your writing on this topic. I, I want to give you a chance before we run out of time here to talk about your documentary called The Shadow State. Uh, what's it about? You know, Why did you do it? Where do people find it? Yeah, well, it's a look under the hood of the ESG industry, and this is a kind of a new partnership between uh, the private sector, mostly Wall Street, and the government to push the climate agenda, also um, gender and, and, and racial equity and, and all the other uh, progressive goals. So it's really a look at how that industry works and how it affects our lives and some things that are being done to push back against it. The Shadow State by Kevin Stockland. If you want to check that out, check it out. I'm sure you can type it in right now and find it in whatever search engine you're using. Kevin, appreciate your work on this and appreciate your time this weekend. Thanks again. You bet. Take care. All right. We will talk to you again soon, and we will continue this discussion. seems like a theme we've been talking about this weekend with green energy, EVs there with Kevin Stockland. We'll talk about this more. We'll be right back. More Wiggins America. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.